<laughs> uh, welcome back, everybody, to our... <laughs> Don't mind my laughter. What's so funny? It's just another whiskey. We'll be good. Oh, my gosh. Stop drinking okay. so loud. Okay. So here's what we're doing. We're going to talk about our last weekend of shooting PRS-style matches. We had the WPRSC match put on Saturday. And then Sunday, there was a memorial match that will uh that was for our buddy tanner who passed away in the plane crash uh, three months ago three months ago three months ago to the day three months ago to the day of the match yeah i don't know so let's first go through the prs match itself um weather was decent winds I don't know, they got gusty up to about 12, 15 miles an hour tops the at the end of the day. The wind was pretty calm until like the end of the day. Yeah, the end of the day, it got the the rain was getting closer, the front came in, and the wind picked up, of course. Of course, the, the long longest. stage. Yeah. Whatever, yeah. you're used to that. Yeah, I got the baby bullets this time, shooting the 80s out of my 223 AI. So it's not really a, a monster of killing the wind. It definitely... Uh, it definitely is. Your breast is so tiny. Like I know you and Cody. Yeah, we both shoot the two twenty threes. Yeah. Yeah, like when you know I've shot obviously with both of you. Yep. And I pick up brass and I'm like, look at this cute little brass. Tiny brass yeah, is ours. It's either yours or his. Yeah. It's tiny. Yeah, and then, I mean, what's the advantage to that? Uh, there's, there's really not much of not, an advantage. I mean, I mean it's a. Uh, I, I the gun I have isn't even for PRS. It was just a gun to have. Fun we don't with. have any PRS <laughs> yeah, right. rifles. So it was just a gun. That I like. I don't. Small stuff is kind of fun when you're on short range or shorter ranges. It makes it as difficult. Like in the same theory of my twenty two, be able to do big gun stuff on shorter ranges. So yeah, and that's cheaper to reload. I've got twenty six grains of powder in there, versus some of your other stuff. You're getting closer to thirty, thirty five. Okay. Maybe even more, depending on what you're shooting for PRS-specific stuff. I'd say most like BR variants, you're in at 30 to 34 grain range. So, I mean, they're, what are they, it's 40% more powder than I'm using. Okay. Right? Is that 40, 30, 30 40, something like that? But, I don't know. So, stuff like that. I mean, if a guy wants to look at it like that, uh, you added barrel life. The barrels last a long time on 223s. Um, That's good. At, yeah. So, you're not... That's another added cost benefit. Um, low recoil. You don't have to build a 26-pound gun to not beat you up. Oh, I love recoil. Yeah. So, well, then you will build your light stuff with big calibers. Love recoil. <laughs> yes, I just want to feel like I'm doing something. Mm. I don't know. Yeah, you're actually doing something when you're trying to manage a 12-pound 260 or a 25-pound 375. Yeah, you're... um. It's a lot different than a 25-pound 6BR or a GT where you're balancing the gun and trying to not irritate it while you touch the trigger. Uh, it's definitely a different style of shooting that we do versus what a lot of top PRS competitors do. They want fat, short barrels. Well, not overly short anymore, I guess, because they all run brakes. See, all our, <laughs> we all run suppressed, so it's an added 7 to 10 inches of suppressor at the end of the barrels. So, yeah. Um, I don't know. I like the little gun sometimes. I shot both matches with it this it year. It was so cute. Yeah. Yeah, it's a short barrel, too. And, you yeah, know. 21-incher, 20-incher. 
So I, I wasn't planning on going to this match on Saturday, at least, because Buzz, our oldest, had his trap stuff going on. And I'm like, I'm going to go hang out with him. And then he's like, no, Grandma's got me. She can hang out. I'm like, okay, well, I'll go with Then yeah. to the PRS match. So packed up the dog, packed up the creeper van, and yeah, so it's, blast. Yeah, so it's two hours from the house, and we knew we had to be back Sunday. So we kind of anticipated... Well, let's do like a final dinner and stuff with our friends because we knew we had to get back and get take care of our kids on Sunday. So we wouldn't be able to hang out real late on Sunday. So we all went out to dinner afterwards and had some drinks. And Jamie and I didn't have to worry about driving home. We just crashed in a creeper. Works out we pretty slick. We had to worry about driving home like five minutes, maybe. Nah. Three minutes? Sure. It was like right there. We could it's have right. walked. Yeah, it was we right walked. There. Let's just be honest. We walked. So yeah. Hey, the PRS match on... I was kind of bummed I didn't get to shoot, but I, I enjoyed spectating. Um, a lot of the stages were prone. Prone or modified prone, yeah. yeah. A lot of a lot of stable stuff. There wasn't much there wasn't much in the way of trickery positions wise, besides like the culverts. And the the mover thing, that was new to me. That's still prone. Yeah, it's still prone, but it's just like a, a concept of like you're shooting something moving, so Yeah, you you've never actually shot a mover yet. I have not. Yeah. It's it's I, different. Um, I always feel like I feel like I understand the concept, but yeah, when you get there, you're like you can't. It's not as hard anything. as as you think. Once you actually do it, it's just simple numbers, because right. you know the speed of the mover, and then it's all math. So how does the speed? Okay, so you know, for those, I'm just gonna say this: like I was the match mom for our squad, mm-hmm. or for Gino, really. So I would I would go and trace all and calculate all of his things. She'd write out all like, my dope. I put his little dope card on, I wrote the dope, and I'm like, let me help you, I will carry your gun off the line, because I, like, I had nothing else to do. Right. So, um, I calculated all your dope for, especially the mover stage, and then you're like, did you calculate them moving? I'm like, what? Yeah, because you've like, never okay. done a, I realized that, that my numbers weren't quite right, yeah, no, so. <laughs> that. I said, double check this, because this is a mover stage, and think like, I don't shoot at things that move ever. Right. So, and trace all, for example, like what do you what do you have to do differently that you were like? Did you calculate moving? So it it goes under like um its own little column of information where it asks for the direction of the mover and the speed of the mover, and it already calculates it based off your distance that you've already given it. So it all has to do with the amount of distance that that target moves in the flight time that you okay. have. So and of course, the farther it is, no, that makes sense. The longer I just, the flight time. I just didn't like think that you had to incorporate that it's just like throwing a football you don't i don't th- play sports well i mean but you see it you see <laughs> yeah. them run up the sidelines the quarterback doesn't throw it right I at just, the guy he's yeah. got to throw it way in front of him because he's moving and the bullet slash football's moving they like gotta meet you up. hold for that like you do you hold yeah. i don't know i i don't <laughs> the ballistics thing is new to me I yeah, mean, it, it is, but it isn't. So right, it's. I mean, it's physics stuff that you've learned. It's just applied to a different, a super fast no, moving not, object and a not really fast moving. It's not object. though, because in physics you learn about everything in a vacuum. So, so Doug Mishy, remember Doug Mishy? Yes. He was like, so we were actually, talking about this. no. So mover stuff is done in a vacuum. The mover part of it actually assumes a vacuum on Traceall. Okay. Now I was talking to Chris Gobelli, and his did not. His incorporated the wind into the mover, and put it together in one number. What does he use for his... I didn't ask. Shoot, you should have. I should have. I mean, a lot of people Chris, use... Chris, well, you listen to this. Holler in and tell us what uh, 
ballistic app you're using. Applied because ballistics is that common I, for PRS? I mean, AB on the Kestrel. A lot of lot a lot of guys use yeah. the Kestrel, and it's got AB built into it. Uh, some guys use four DOF. Um, Tracel is not common at all. What we use is not common. Really? Nope, it's not. Uh, I feel like it's so easy to it, use. That's though. why I use it. Is ridiculously like it, 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 cash it, it, Okay, so our nine year old uses Tracel. Yeah, he has I, it on and, his phone and figures and it out. And he has like the paid version, and I don't. So I'll be like, cash. What are? Yeah, because the, the paid version goes to a thousand or goes past a thousand yards, whereas the free version it's one you gun, get one gun, and it's yeah. inside five or it's inside a thousand. Whereas Tracel paid version will get you to fifty nine ninety nine. How much? Okay, how much is the Tracel paid version? Do you remember? I think it was like thirty bucks. Thirty. I want to say twenty five or thirty. Yeah. And I don't know. Like, I've always been like, well, if he can put, if you can put it all on your thing. That'll save us twenty five thirty bucks. It does, but twenty five thirty bucks is really it's nothing. nothing. I know. Uh, in the shooting world, it's it's really not even a half a match's worth of bullets. So, <laughs> it uh, it, it it's better, less. It's one less thing for us to have to do is to forget that we yeah. swapped. And I, uh, bullet profiles. And I yeah, I can't tell you how many times you've been like, especially with PRS of, oh my gosh, I gave you my the wrong numbers. You gave me numbers in what mill? Mm-hmm. You, I don't even yeah, know. Yeah, because like, so I was running. Um, how that happened? Well, that was so that was for the Tanner match actually. So it's just I, for I, fun, I, like it's no big deal. But yeah. I was like, oh my gosh, I know I'm aiming right there. It should go right there. And, and it's then way, it was like, way low. Something's wrong. Yep, I'm like, nope, something's wrong. And it's because I was doing, uh, getting the information for Wade, who was using a mill scope. So Correct. I had to switch okay. back and forth, not only bullet profiles, but I also had to switch back in measurements because his scope was in mills. Because he was using uh, Chet's rifle. Chet was, yeah, yeah. We'll go into that, so yeah. That before I feel like before we get into the Tanner match, maybe wrap up the PRS match. Yeah, we and we, we can talk about the PRS had, match itself actually. So we had a solid squad. <clears throat> yeah, always, all good like, people. One dude that I've never shot with before, and now for crying out loud, I can't remember his name. Um, what did you look like? Camouflage. They all were camouflage. He was two shooters ahead of me. Was he the older guy? Jared, maybe. Older guy? Yeah, because there were nah. two brothers, and then there was the dad. Okay, no, that was uh, Grant and yep. his dad, Scott, and his brother, which now his name escapes me. Um, but no, it was Jared. I'm almost certain was the guy's name. Um, I didn't need to talk to him that much, which is a bummer. I always like meeting everybody that's on the squad. Yeah. But yeah, we had yeah, really Charlie and Nicole, and this is my first time shooting with Garrett G., uh, we've, or I should say, shooting so, a PRS match together. Garrett G and I, we've shot together for years. Oh, yeah. Actually, we've only shot like together two matches. <laughs> two matches. Actually, one, one but match. I was on the squad, and I felt like I was shooting, because I yeah. was, like, just watching, creepily watching everybody. No, that's all right. I mean, taking it's actually in, really but... good, because it's something that you can seize what working and what not working for people yeah. without even worrying about doing it yourself. You, If you're not doing anything other than watching, I think you learn a lot more. I do, and I actually, like, I just feel creepy because I really overanalyze everything that everybody does, um, which is how I recognize. So Cody, remember he was, like, at the putt-putt. He, he had his arm in the wrong spot. Oh, yeah. I was like, hey, you have your own... And I am no one to judge anybody or help anybody oh, or you coach had the, anybody. No, he had the wrong knee up. Yeah, That's but what I was. was like, hey, this is something's weird about this. And I, I want to do it in a way that, like, don't take advice from someone who sucks, but no, it's not like, that you suck. You know what to do. I know it's just what to do. I doing just can't it's harder. Do it. Yeah, no, that's that's, that's because very why common. is my body shaking so much? <laughs> Ugh, so yeah, yeah. 
the match was good. We had a really great squad. So if you the were, rain held off, yes, I till we got done shooting once again. Uh, thank you, Tanner. Thank you, Tanner. Just a couple of sprinkles. Um, the wind was very mild for the first yep. seven stages, and then it picked up a bit. Um, so actually, the two twenty three wasn't at a big disadvantage. I had. It's hard, to, it's hard to see your impacts, though. Yeah, it, you, you really, really got to have a good spotter. Good spotter. Oh, my God. Jinx. Yeah, you got to have a good spotter. That's I And that's something um, anybody who shoots these small guns knows, or if they don't know, they will soon. Um, a spotter that you can trust that be able to see exactly what's going on, uh, is it, it, it'll not cost you points. Ha not having a good spotter will cost you points with a 22 cal. No doubt about it. Yep. And especially, you get in some of these squads where there's one guy spotting, maybe two in passing. Two. Everybody else is getting their rifles ready or flapping their lips or go to use the bathroom or grab a snack or something like that. And if you don't have a bunch of eyes on, on target, you better be able to trust the person looking at it. So, I mean, it's it's a disadvantage there, the little gun is. Yeah. Mm -hmm. but, but luckily, like, the people that we shoot with are good spotters. Yeah. Yep. And I, I, I'm pretty good at seeing my own stuff anyway, so if somebody doesn't call it... And that's important. I go, are you sure? I'm pretty sure I hit that. And every once in a while, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I was just waiting for somebody else to say it. <laughs> yeah. So, no, it, uh, it, that, that is one disadvantage of the baby bullets. 80 grains doesn't make a big puff. Yeah. So... At the Highlands, there are 10 stages, and uh, where, the, where like, the main hub is, where the food and the trailers and stuff are, it's at stage 10. Actually, it's, like, what, 5 through 10 is kind of at the bottom. And then, yeah. like, 1 through 5 is up the hill. So, you know, it's always, like, you pick your squads, and then they randomly assign where you start. Well, they just started that this year, the random yes. picking. So, we were squad 2, and they went Facebook no, we were squad Live. Three. I thought we were... Square three. three. Yeah. So anyways, we went on, they, um, Ken went on Facebook Live and like picked everything. And so we literally started at the worst possible stage ever. Uh, as far as walking. I feel like because two, okay, one was the very, very farthest one. Two was the next farthest. And then we started to, we parked at the top and then we had to like work our way down. Then walk a half a mile back up uphill in the rain in the snow ah. in the heat whatever and then you know <laughs> then you have to walk back okay so it used to be the worst before we parked up top so it actually kind of worked out slick so we parked up top dropped our stuff on stage two because we got stuck on stage two and we walk down a hill we do the safety briefing and everything that you normally do before a match and then we got to hike all the way back up the hill but we don't have gear in hand at that point so it's not bad so then we work our way down a hill, shoot 10, and then we go all the way back up to 1. Well, now they've got gators and rangers and stuff to haul most of your gear up. So it's not terrible. And then at the end of the day, we're on 1 right next to the van where we parked, and we dump our gear back in there. And had one squad not taken forever on the last bit, it w we could have opened the gate and drove oh, in. Don't say names. Uh, I'd have to do the math, but it was on the Connex box. Okay. Whoever was on the Connex box last. I'm just, I'm expecting you to say names. I, I have okay. no I idea. We're not allowed to I do that. No, no, she does not allow me to um, do that. Yeah, so, but the thing is, is like, I didn't, I wasn't shooting, so I carried a gun on each shoulder, and then I strapped all the bags to my waistband. So, 
Um, yeah, I just like carried everybody's things up and down the hill. That's not times. how that worked. <laughs> so it felt like. <laughs> so yeah. Anyways, that was the next day. Good. Yeah. Good. Good day. Good squad. Good things. Um, a couple of things I want to point out. Cody P. Hey. Oh. Let's talk about Cody P. <laughs> so we get down. He tried to sabotage me. He did. Okay. He. We say he did. <laughs> He did not. He's the most, like, genuinely nice, amazing person ever. But we could say that he tried to sabotage you. We're not going to do that. Like, we're yeah. just going to tell him I'm shooting the helicopter. Uh, you got to shoot three shots at three, or one shot at three targets from the back seat. Then you do the same thing from the front seat, and then you go back to the back seat. So I get down, and I'm shooting, I think, my second or third shot. And it feels like an earthquake. <laughs> and and I'm I, was, like, I was at the back with him. And I, and I go, what the hell is going on? I thought, like, somebody, I thought the, uh, the RO, he was trying to use the shot timer. I thought he tripped over because he's got to try and get close to the suppressor. Uh, that wasn't the case. So then I got in the was, front section, and I didn't yeah. know at the time. So then I get in the front section, and it shakes a little bit, and I look up, and it was the <laughs> RO. He was trying to get that shot timer real close to the suppressor. It's kind of, it's kind of a goofy thing because the cans are quiet. So then I get done shooting and everything. Come to find out, Cody decides to shake the tail of the airplane. He didn't do it on helicopter. purpose. It was a total accident. <laughs> I was eating my burger from Matt. Yeah. And we we're all like hanging out, talking, and he gets up and he smashes his head. On the tail. On the tail of the helicopter while you're shooting. And oh, and, like, and he hit oh it hard, God. too. Like, I was like, are you bleeding? Are you okay? And you're like, then you go... What are you doing? Why is it shaking? And be like, oh my god! But everybody busts out laughing. Like he felt so bad. But you know what? That reminds me. Oh he yes. messed with uh, Tanner on the yeah, on the bus. On the bus. I thought it was a fire truck. <laughs> no, it was the bus. Jumped on or something and shook it. And he yeah. was doing really well. He was. And... It was. It was a random deal. That I mean, I screw with people. I generally don't screw with people while they're shooting. But it was like our last stage, and we were all kind of struggling a bit that day. And it didn't really matter. So I should have paid attention that he was actually shooting really well on the stage. So I waited till he's like on the fourth or fifth window and I shook it quite violently. <laughs> and he and it was cleaning what did it up he that say? point. Nothing. He had did no you... idea. He thought it was just something happened no. and shook. Yeah. So, well, I mean, we told him after the fact, but he had no idea. Oh my gosh. <laughs> you guys are so mean. That's awful. Yeah. So speaking of Cody, once again. Then we, at this point, like I had the burger, I'm like, I want to go, there's a hundred percent chance I'm going back and napping with the dog in the van. So. No, you weren't gone yet. Yeah, I did. After the helicopter stage. Because I, I wasn't there at that, at, at like the next point. I came back. No, you were there. I came back. And then really? we all took a group picture. That was right. That was the next stage. Okay. So we took a group picture. Yep. And. Cody decides to like climb up on the Michigan Albatross. Yeah, giant A-frame stage thing. that wasn't even being used. It was just there. And Gino put his gun on like the I like a know. bench that kind of goes between the two yeah, bottom rows. Picture rungs. like an A, the letter A. So he rested his rifle on the like middle slash part of the A. Yeah. And so we are all getting up on this thing to get a picture, and Cody steps on that part that wasn't attached, I guess. <laughs> and it falls, and he like I thought he hit his testicles. Oh, I think he he I didn't he, admit was, it. he hurt something. But he then he to. grabbed his shin. I don't know what oh, yeah, happened, but like shin, yeah. I thought he was gonna throw up. I'm like he hit his testicles. He's not okay. Somebody <laughs> get this guy help. Do you need ice? Like I have ice. I'll get you ice. 
what do you need? And he's like, I'm okay. He's like deep breathing. And I'm like, you're not okay. And so then after the fact, we got the picture. I'm curious to see the picture to see. Oh yeah, we should ask Carissa <laughs> for the picture. So yeah, got the picture. And then he's like, oh my God, I broke your rifle. Like it was one of those yeah, things. Because he, it was sitting on a thing. Yeah, it came crashing down, whatever. But Four feet in the air and then it fell to the earth. Yeah. And it was like, whatever. I don't know. Yeah, I don't really ordinarily, I mean, I don't get worked up about crap like that. Accidents happen and you buy he, good gear so that it But it what doesn't did he break. say? He was like, I'll I'll buy you anything that broke or whatever. Yeah, like, something yeah. And we're like, no, it's okay. So. So then I go to write on my dope on the scope. And it broke. <laughs> the one part that broke. Snapped right off. Well, the bottom finger did. Yeah. So, it, whatever. Well, it was one more stage that was a no-dial stage. <laughs> Literally the only other thing I needed yeah. it for. True. And it was five targets. I dialed the... Actually, I dialed nothing, and it was three, five, seven, eight, twelve. Easy enough to remember. Because PRS targets are generously sized ordinarily. Yeah. So close enough is good enough. We're talking quarter MOA different from reality to what I remembered. And I... I Missed the far one. I was still chasing. That was the one problem I actually chased cost me some points. Was uh, it's shooting flatter than it should at 600 yards plus. So meaning the speed is like... It's almost got to be. Or... Yeah, it, I, I've had this barrel. It's got over 2,000 rounds on it. It should be slowing down, if anything. And what I'm seeing in reality is not the case. However, the old A-tips that I'm shooting are not A-tips... A-Maxes from Hornady, they replaced the A-Max because they did some wonky things because they said their tips were melting. Well. Which I always thought was baloney because I shot a ton of the 140s. I've shot a ton of these things. But if I check my speed, the speed's the same. That's about the only thing I can attribute it to. So let's not make to. excuses. No, it is what it is. <laughs> I, it's not an excuse. My, I couldn't hit crap very consistently past 600. Why? I don't know yet. We'll find out. Yeah. Next year. No, this fall. Yeah, this fall. Yeah. I got it. Yep. So, um, yeah, Cody P, like, maybe tried to sabotage. I don't know. <laughs> I don't think he did. He's such a sweetheart. Nah. It was just a coincidence that three things happened that he was, like, behind behind it. Um, okay. Aaron Sessler. Let's talk Aaron Sessler. Oh, he's... Who, he is my, like... First shooting person friend that I had met ever, really. No. No, you'd met the other guys. Uh, I don't think I have. I think Aaron Susser might have been the Jeff first Jeff and person. Bob and them guys you'd met first. I don't know. But he's pretty close. To, yeah. So, yeah. So we've talked about Aaron before and like, you know, he would always message Gino in the middle of the night and I'm like, who's Aaron? Yeah. So. Yeah. Okay. Aaron, love you to death. Aaron you decided. You are my brother from another mother he tried to uh actually no, i'm not quite sure what he was his initial deal was but he tried to handicap himself shooting a 308 <laughs> oh my god if he, i feel like if you he were here right now he'd be arguing with you no we he should knows. have been on this he, know, he should have been here for this is that not his typical prs gun oh god no no so why did he bring that one uh for the fun of it oh yeah he actually got the barrel set up for hunting um okay. it's short and a 308 which are two things that are generally not geared towards PRS and it's in an AI MXC or AI AXMC chassis. So that's their multi-caliber chassis. It's, okay. it's not 
specifically designed for PRS, even though some guys use it with success. Uh, his normal PRS gun is more purpose-built for the, the game. Just curious as why he didn't just ran, run what he is used to. Something different. He didn't really care. Like Yeah, I suppose. It was just to have fun, which is why he squatted with me. He says, because it's the last chance we're going to shoot together for quite a while, and they want to have fun. So the 308 thing, he knew he was going to go in there struggling with the wind and stuff like that, and um, he did a little, but it took him... Eight stages before he goes, I'm done with this crap. I'm not going to waste my yes. ammo anymore. And then we all say, hell no. At that point, I missed that because I was taking a nap. Yeah. <laughs> you were waiting for us to get back up the hill. Yeah. So, so he, what happened? What Like, I missed that whole part. Um, He was he was going to give up, cash in for the day, uh, save his last 20 rounds um, because he wasn't learning or hitting anything because he couldn't see why he was missing all the time. And I, I guess I, like, understand that. If, you're, if you have no idea where you're missing... <laughs> At that point, it's like, eh. Yeah, I want to say you know. he got half his points of the day on the last two stages. Really? After we forced, pretty much forced him to finish. Bullied him into finishing. Bullied it. There we go. There we go. That's probably a better way. We bullied him into finishing, but we said, get down there. Uh, stage 10, which is our next to last stage, is right next to the zero. Shoot. See what is going on with the gun. Maybe it sped up. Maybe something changed. Come to find out, he was off seven-tenths of a mil one direction and two-tenths of a mil the other. I don't know which is which for elevation or wind. but So he got that figured out, and he shot the culverts and did pretty decent. And then we got to the hill to the 800 and change longer range, and he did pretty decent up there. Good. So it was just a, a zero change that he didn't catch or something happened before he got to the match. So what would have happened? I mean, what would have like changed that zero? Hard to say. Uh, I mean, there, there, there literally is a million things that could do that. What caused that particular one? I don't know. Hmm. Well, we are happy that he finished out. <laughs> oh, yeah. Practice yeah. Stuff. So, so uh, Jason Oja, I don't think listens, but if you do, guess what, buddy? I beat Aaron Sessler. What? <laughs> Jason, where have you been? Yeah, he, yeah, I thought about him today, actually. Yeah. His his only goal in PRS matches is to beat Aaron Sessler. But <laughs> Aaron Sessler, you're a good shooter. No, Aaron Sessler is a good like, shooter. That was, shooter. That's the kind of the, the joke in the whole thing. After Aaron was struggling the first couple of stages, he's like, oh, you, you got to tell Oja that you finally beat me. Oh. Because well, Oja shoots in flip-flops and cargo shorts. Mm-hmm. I mean, not, there's nothing wrong with that. There's a little I, less caring in what... Oja's a little... He shoots kind of the way yeah. I do. He's there to have fun, but, I mean, be a little competitive. Yeah. So that kind of, like, wraps up the match itself. Afterwards, um, we camped... We had dinner, and then we camped out in the van, and then day two was the Tanner match. Yep. So... Uh, so Ken and Missy and everybody kind of... We all kind of brainstormed and thought that this 